Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hi, Waiting Warriors. Welcome to, for me, what is one of the most anticipated episodes of the podcast. Um, I have MJ Willis here, and I have known her for, oh, it's been like six or six years, I guess now. Um, and this is one of the most anticipated podcasts because when I first started the podcast, she was like one of the first people I came to my mind to interview because of, I'll tell you why in just a second, but just because of my own shyness and then crazy schedules, I'm just now getting her on the show. And I'm very, very excited to share her with you guys because she is a very, very special person. So hi, MJ. Welcome to the show. Hello, Michelle. Thanks for having me. And what an introduction. All right. (laughs) So One of the reasons why I wanted her on the show is because years ago, um, we were having a meeting with a group of, um, I think it was just the military spouses, or I can't remember if it had broken down into army spouses at that point, but she, MJ was asked to do like a little, what, like a five minute talk thing, um, in a breakout session and what she shared in there was a song she had written was your husband was currently deployed or had he? Yeah, he was deployed at that time. He was deployed at that time. So she wrote this song and this song has stuck with me for six years. And honestly, it's like such a simple concept, but for some reason, maybe it's not revolutionary to everybody listening. And they're just going to be like, Michelle, you know, everybody knows this, but I don't think I'm the only one who didn't know this and this was has been so helpful. So hopefully it's helpful for you guys. But can you tell us about this song? Okay, this song was written, like you said, while my husband was deployed. And um, sometimes our extremities give good inspiration for creativity, right? Mm-hmm. So this song was, it was pretty basic about some of the things that um, everyone experiences when they're holding down the fort by themselves. Um, some of the lines are, it starts out, I wait to hear your knock, but you're never at the door. You know, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband brought up later, why would I be like knocking at the door? I would just walk <laughs> in the house. But I was thinking more like in the bathroom, <laughs> like I'm in the bathroom and, and he's knocking, but it's just, you know, life is different. Um, I wait to hear your knock, but you're never at the door. I look to see you, but you're not lying there anymore because you're gone away. And then I go into um, different experiences, like I make too much dinner or um, I'm trying to keep the plants alive. I, um, I've kept the plants alive, well, most of them, and it's the kids that do the watering. And I've kept the kids alive, and I'm trying my best to keep it that way. <laughs> um, and then one of the lines that is the most memorable, it seems, for those who hear it, is I, I still shave my legs but it's not for you. It's for me because I like the way it feels. And um, 
I think the reason why that was so impactful for me and why I even put something about shaving my legs in a song was because there's certain things that you don't discover about yourself until you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, when you've been so integrated with, with someone else, you've built a life together. And then um, for whatever reason, you're separated. You you learn things about yourself. And that's one thing. I, I, I learned that I don't shave my legs for him. I shave my legs for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's like, that's such a simple thing. And I think, at least in the conversations I've had with fellow women or married women, is like there's a lot of things, particularly with appearance, that we do. Maybe maybe it's initially we do it for other people, particularly our spouse. But then when you're alone, you realize maybe that is something for you. And this past appointment, I've been thinking about it a lot. And if you've been following along on Instagram, you've seen me talk about it. Like I've learned that I have to get ready in the day because it's like that concept of getting ready. And sometimes it's like a full face of makeup. And sometimes it's, I brushed my hair and I put a cute little head tie in it. So I feel like my hair actually got done. Um, but it's like that and shaving your legs. And I've been shaving my legs. this appointment. <laughs> it's like, it's like, we got to treat ourselves like a person. And I don't know, just it's like, not an afterthought. Yeah, not an afterthought. And it's like, what do you like? And it's like, yeah, I actually do like the feeling of shaved legs. Like, I like to wear shorts and my hand go on my leg and it not be prickly. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's true. It's so basic, but it's true. It's it's like giving a little present to yourself. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Shaving your legs is a good little present. And I forgot, I got so excited. I kind of forgot to intro. So MJ has is married with five kids and you've got 18 to three years old, which is like such a, a wide variety of parenting. What's, what's the word? Like I'm in every season. Season. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess not every, you know, I, I have, I don't have any married children. I'm not a grandmother yet, but I have one in college, one in high school, one in middle school, one in grade school and one before school. Um, he's not even quite in preschool. So I have, I have the full spectrum going on right now. That's so crazy. And then your husband was enlisted for seven years and then has been commissioned for nine. So you have a number of years you have like all the experience. You've got the mom experience, you've got the marriage experience, you've got all the military. So just to per, just to per, put her advice and wisdom in perspective. Um, but I just had to share that song with you guys because it it's like <laughs> just the concept of like shaving your legs for yourself. Like, and maybe it's not shaving your legs for everybody, but it just brought. I was so appreciative of that. Um, question even just like what what do what am I gonna do for myself Mm -hmm. and it just makes you think um so let's hear more about your story um has it I guess even just like that concept of shaving your legs for yourself has that always been something that from the beginning you're like I'm gonna take care of myself or did that stem from a sort of difficulty oh wow wow you know, I think a a good part of my life, of my marriage, of my uh, motherhood has just been um, survival mode. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you're just learning everything first for the first time. You've never had one kid before, or you've never had two kids before, or you've never had three kids before, or you've never had a deployment before, or, um, you know, illnesses come along and, and you don't, you have to incorporate that. And so a lot of it's just in survival mode, um, which makes what we're talking about all the more important. Um, but, you know, along, all along, I, I didn't have to fight for something for me. Um, I, I have, uh, I have a guy who, um, has always encouraged me to, to do those things for me, knowing that that's what's going to lead to a healthier, happier wife, mother, woman, friend. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's been quite the gift. I remember the first, uh, Christmas we were married, enlisted, uh, E2 maybe at the time, maybe E3, um, and he bought me a piano, like an electric piano that we could we could move from house to house to house. I still have it. It's a little beat up after so many moves, but um, it still works, and I've taught my kids piano on it, um, but he gave that to me, so I had the gift of music in my home still, and I could write songs, and I could, I could have that, um, so facilitating people um, giving them the opportunity to do things for themselves. Um, I think you need facilitators. You need someone to help you give yourself those gifts. Um, I've, I've taken, uh, I took a ballet class. I think I got a B or a C in it, like a college <laughs> class. <laughs> but I took that right after uh, my first son was born, and it helped me get back into shape. Yeah. Um, helped me feel like I was moving my body. I remember in those early years with with little tiny kids, I just wanted to take steps that were bigger than 18 inches stride. Mm-hmm. Um, I never took bigger steps than that in the parking lot and <laughs> at the park. I needed to take bigger steps, you know. And and so doing the um, the college course in ballet was was one way, one gift I gave to myself. And uh, my spouse encouraged encouraged me in that. I love the way that you phrased that, though, is like you gave yourself a gift, which is interesting on so many levels. But it's like, how freely do we give gifts to everybody else? And how eager are we to give gifts to everybody else? Mm-hmm. But then we're slow to do it for ourselves. But it's like, also, how much does it suck when you have a birthday and nobody gives you a gift? Like, yeah. Why, why deprive yourself of that? Oh, I've got a story about that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So uh, Mother's Day, my husband was training. Uh, he was gone. And I didn't want to have a sucky Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And so I took my kids to the store, and I gave them $25 and sent them into Walmart while, while I sat down in the car and just waited. I told them, I want some fruit and yogurt for breakfast. Get me something pretty and something that smells good. And I sent them in. <laughs> so I love that. At that time, I only had four kids. And I think my oldest was was maybe 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. So he had three other younger ones in tow with the shopping cart. I can't imagine what they looked like in there. But 
part of giving yourself the gift is to set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have sat home and just thought this Mother's Day sucks. Instead, yeah. I gave my kids the means to give me good gifts. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good. That's such such a good idea because you know that's gonna happen. Like uh-huh. whether it's your birthday or Mother's Day or anniversary, like we've all done gifts or not gifts we've all done holidays by yourself and if you haven't yet I can almost promise you you will yeah Yeah. well soon um so what ways has being a waiting warrior though helped you grow oh goodness (sighs) you know there's there's some really easy growth things like I guess it's not easy let me back up there's some ways that you're forced to grow and there's some ways that you can choose to grow. Yeah. Um, like, oh, gee, I just lost all of my friends in a move and I have to learn how to make new friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other uh, opportunities that, that come along that you just grow because new opportunities arise. Um, we, we just came from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And and it's not a super popular place that people are itching to go, right? But while I was there, I found an amazing poetry group that had open mic nights. There wasn't a lot of open mics. Um, There's just one place that had an open mic night, a little coffee shop there. But there was a, a poetry scene, and they let me into their poetry family, even though I was singing songs. And... Because that was there, I was able to um, become part of a a social network that um, I didn't know ex- I didn't know existed, uh, and and that social network is what made me love Fayetteville. I love yeah. it. I miss it. So, as far as growing through being a waiting warrior, I remember we had this riding lawnmower. Um, and we had it parked in a shed. And to get it in and out, I had to set up two little metal ramps outside the shed and then back this this um, this riding lawnmower backwards down these ramps. And I was terrified to do that. But because he was going to be gone, I either had to, well, I just had to do it. <laughs> there wasn't a choice, or else, you know, get my neighbor to come over every time. And yeah. Um, and fortunately, I had wonderful neighbors who would have been happy to help. But um, there's a self-sufficiency that I've gained. Um, that I've had to face those fears, do things I like. My skin crawled. I don't want to do this. I am afraid. Yeah. And then you have to do it anyway, and then. Sometimes you have to do it again, but it's easier. You bring up a good point, though. It's like sometimes you lean on other people and sometimes you do it yourself. How do you, I mean, how do, how do you balance of when to ask for help? Like when, when you are a self-sufficient woman, how do you balance figuring out of, I just need to figure this out for myself and do it, but then, or rely on other people, draw on the community, you know, kind of relieve yourself of, of that extreme burden of having to do everything yourself. 
Uh, that's a fantastic question. And I am just now starting to understand the answer to that because it's, it's an imperfect practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tend to want to do things on my own. I, I have, um, I get, I gain confidence through accomplishing those things um, on my own, meeting the challenge. If there's something I'm afraid of, it's kind of exciting to, to overcome it, you know? Um, however, that can be a lonely road. Yeah. And, and I'm done with the lonely road. I, and I recognize that as we are vulnerable, as we, um, can reach out and say, I need help. That's where intimacy comes in, in friendships. Mm-hmm. If it's too much, it can overwhelm the friendship and that won't be good. But um, you cannot be, there cannot be intimacy without vulnerability. And if I say, hey, I I can do this myself, but I would really love to not to have to. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you help me? And, and for somebody that it, it's an easy thing to do, they'll be like, yeah. And all of a sudden, there's this intimacy. I find that um, as a waiting warrior, when friends move and I go help them clean their house and they're, they're just about to drive away, you know, 18 hours later and we're scrubbing their bathroom tiles at, mm-hmm. at two in the morning, that is when the friendships grow the strongest. Um, all of a sudden, I, I gained this insight into this beautiful woman that I, I hadn't experienced before. And it and it happens as she's leaving. And I've mourned that process quite a few times. And so if we're willing to say, hey, I'm feeling sick, will you come over and, and help me in my extremity? Um, you have opportunities for friendships to, um, to be more profound and not lonely. Um, and so my most recent move, I've made a few goals. I think we might be here in this new place for uh, two to four years and hopefully closer to four years. And with that, I've decided, number one, I'm going to make more uh, deeper friendships with women. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm going to start a band. Nice. <laughs> So those those are what I want to accomplish while I'm here, along with all of the other, you know, like mom stuff of all mm-hmm. these kids of all, that have all these needs. Um, but if we bring it back to the uh, giving a gift to yourself, mm-hmm. um, I find that if I neglect growing or challenging myself, uh, well, I've seen it happen where where women focus so much on the mom thing and on the wife thing that they get to the time where their kids go to school and they don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know who they are, what they like, and what they want to do. And it's a really rough place to be. And so while uh, mom <laughs> starting a band is really a strange timing in my life, really not typical, right? Um, it's something that my kids can see me do, mm-hmm. but like shaving my legs, I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me, and maybe along the way, they can um, gain 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 some bravery to go do what they want to do, rather than just thinking they're stuck in this little box that says 
no, you are a wife and a mother now, and you need to be selfless in every way. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a really beautiful message. You're a wife and a mother. You need to be selfless in any, every way, but it's not healthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not healthy. Yeah. We can be selfless, but still a person that that has needs and you know like I see a lot there's like a meme going on a lot like the you were a person before you had your baby and that person still matters like yeah. it's, it's true you're you have mm -hmm. you're this beautiful creation who and was created in a certain way and it'd be sad to neglect all the gifts and talents that you have especially you like I mean, I know this, the listeners don't know this, but it's like, you have a beautiful voice. You have a super creative mind. And that would be so sad if you didn't let the world or even just your community and your city see that. Like that would be, it'd be a talent wasted, wouldn't it? Like, well, thank you for that encouragement. <laughs> like, um, it means a lot. So thank you for that encouragement. Um, I, I do think it would be a waste. Uh, I think that too often um, people hold back their talent until it's good enough. Yeah. If more people were to share what they're learning as they learn it, then that would give more permission to other people to share what they're learning as they learn it, rather than just keeping it hidden until some magical day when they feel like it's good enough. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at with my music is I – I've got to share it. I don't know. It's something inside me, but it's with a perfect understanding that I am not Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> I am not Christina Perry. I am, you know, but I am MJ mm -hmm. and, and MJ has something to share. Uh, so I think taking care of yourself doesn't just have to be getting those eyelash extensions taking care of yourself, doing things for you doesn't necessarily have to just be um, getting a massage. So th though that is amazing and healing and wonderful mm -hmm. and, and sometimes I consider necessary, um, <laughs> but taking care of yourself and doing something for you um, means becoming mm -hmm. you, becoming who you are meant to be. Yes, I'm meant to be a mother and I Love it. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Um, but I am also more. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like either in your experience or your, um, like in the people you've seen, do you feel like people put that becoming on hold or on the back burner because of the military lifestyle? That's a big hearty yes. Because, yeah. yeah, like, looking, right now I'm about to finally finish my bachelor's degree. Okay, next week I celebrate alone my 20th wedding anniversary, okay? Uh, next April I will graduate with my bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. When I graduate with a four-year degree after 20 years of marriage, it's obvious that that my education has had to be on a back burner because I am not in a location long enough to to fulfill all that residency requirements of that in one brick and mortar school um also you know 
children. Yeah. They, uh, this is the most, it's okay. Honestly, this is a really stupid time of life for me to be trying to go to school. It is so insanely, uh, rough and I wish I had done it earlier, but I didn't. And I had this, um, paradigm shift or this aha moment about three years ago when I, I wanted to, I don't know, there's something inside me that wanted to know I was worth something not just because I was nice or a good friend. I wanted someone to show me that I was worth something I was worth investing in. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted my music to be worth something to somebody. Sure, they enjoy it for free, but are they, are they willing to invest mm-hmm. in it? Are they willing to invest in me? So I thought about getting a job, and I realized that on paper... I look about as qualified as my 16-year-old son. (laughs) That was really discouraging to me. Really discouraging to me. And over the years, yes, I've added classes. Mm -hmm. But it's been the last uh, two and a half years that I really just dug my heels in because I want want to have um, something... mm, I want to be a professional. Yeah. Uh, I want that fulfillment. And I and I denied myself that for a long time. Like, oh, I don't need that. I'm a mom. My job is so important. I don't need that. However, there I, apparently I do need it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I felt that, that gap. I felt that um, deficiency. Not that I was deficient, but there was something more I wanted in my life and and that is some uh some monetary validation not not just oh she's so nice yeah no it does make sense because but I like that you have that um caveat or whatever is that it's not that you aren't enough it's not that somebody who um wants to be a mom and loves being a mom or not even loves isn't the right word but that gets super fulfilled in being a a mom Mm -hmm. not that that's not wrong it's just like it's almost like we all just need to gain the self-awareness of what is it that we want and what is it that gives us all the fulfillment Mm -hmm. because sometimes it does come from being a mom sometimes it just comes from being you and what's funny is like for me I think is similar to what your story is like I thought that just being a mom is what I wanted and would fill me up and stuff and then I became very surprised that being a mom to three kids under you know three and a half years of age wasn't super exciting and as I don't, it just, it just didn't fill my bucket completely. And so then I got a creative outlet and Mm -hmm. that helped a ton. And it's, but it's like, it's so interesting just how, how helpful self-awareness is. And then to not be ashamed of it. Like you want to be a professional and that's awesome. And is that for everybody? No, but for you, it's what you want. And Apparently, then, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. because I've done it the other way and I loved it the other way. But there's a season coming where my children will all be at school and I have something more to offer. 
the world. You know, I think we we do ourselves a disservice by uh, denying our desires. Yeah. By by um, feeling like we have to ingrain so much to be a good mom, I have to be completely fulfilled only in motherhood and fulfilling all of their needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I I believe that we are. Um, we, all, we are nurturing beings, we are professional beings, we are sexual beings, we are physical beings, we're spiritual beings. And when we deny any of those, we, we find ourselves, or for any amount of time, we find ourselves in an imbalance. Um, I think those are really important. I'm sure there's other, other uh, areas of focus that I left out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So how do, how do you do that? How have you balanced doing that and just the, um, the demands of a military life and having a spouse in the military life? Is it just a, you picking up your own bootstraps and saying, I'm, I'm just going to do this for me, even though I don't because it's like I sometimes get discouraged because I see other friends in the civilian life and they talk about how much support and how their husbands, I don't know, even just like took off the work for mm-hmm. one day so they could go do anything from like an art class to a girl's weekend or, you know, or so they could just work for the week, the day. But then it's like we just don't get that. We like mm-hmm. we can't have that. So how that, do you? I think that that's you're right. We can't have the gee. I'm going to spur of the moment take the day off for you. Mm-hmm. We can't have that. But I think that we um, quit trying to find what we want mm-hmm. um, and how we can get what we want. I think we give up on those things too soon. Ooh. What I've found is that I can do what I want. Um, I just have to squeeze it in hmm. between the other things. Um, so it almost it almost sounds like like we need to just because I'm thinking of the people who and by people I mean I like I've been there too. Of you just almost become victim and mm-hmm. saying like. That's a terrible place in our hearts to be, to experience yeah. that. I've been there, too. Um, can I share something with you? Yeah, yeah. I listened to a lady. Uh, she she spoke on Facebook, Facebook Live for about 20 minutes. And my husband and I were listening to it. It was uplifting. It was beautiful. Um and when it was over, my husband asked me what I thought of it. And I, I was kind of sad. I was a little discouraged that day. And I said, I think it's so beautiful that she has a message, that she has a message and she feels like she has a voice to share that message and that people will actually listen and appreciate it. Like, that's that's really brave. Mm-hmm. And And I was like, I... I, I don't know that I have a message. I, I don't know that I have the um, 
the drive inside of me to put myself out there and say, hey, I have something important to say. Uh, and he says, he, he loves me. And I want to reiterate this. We call each other dorks, and it's a term of endearment. He says, he says, he says MJ, actually, he calls me Martha. He says, Martha, you're being stupid. And I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> and he says, you do have a message, and you can share it very articulately. Uh, so I, I don't buy that for a second. And we, you know, moved on with the conversation. And it was the very next day that you contacted me Aww. about being on this podcast. And the timing was um, was really merciful timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can fit things in and things can happen. And sometimes we have to be the entire engine, the entire driving force. But other times we've got some universe or God working to help us fit those things in. You know, you reaching out to me was, the timing was, was divine. Mm-hmm. So thank you for, for reaching out to me um, and, and helping me find and share that message, mm-hmm. share that voice. Oh, that touched my heart. I'm so glad that we could be a little help, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I think it's so interesting that you didn't think that you had a message when for years you've been like one of, one of my military wife idols. <laughs> <laughs> and like the message you shared um, that, that one at that one meeting, but then also the other times that we've talked, those have been com- like Austin and I had a conversation with you and your husband um, even just like a few years ago. And it's like, that's a conversation that we've talked about multiple times. And so it's mm-hmm. so, it's so interesting how all of that, that works out. And I hope, I hope for the listeners that encourages them that even if somebody isn't reaching out to them, asking for their opinion or asking for them to be on a podcast or, you know, whatever it is that they should, they should still know that they do have that value in that, that even just that message, like, and the Mm -hmm. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's rare for someone to ask you to be on a podcast. I mean, (laughs) never been done before. All right. And I I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, But, but I do have a message. Yeah. And apparently people are interested in what I have to say. I just don't know that they're there. And uh, I think that what we can do as waiting warriors is shine the light on other people, on other spouses, and say, hey, what's been on your mind? Yeah. Um, Don't be afraid to ask for advice or ask for someone's story Mm -hmm. um, because they have one. Like you're you're saying. Yeah. I love that because that's such, like, that can be such a beautiful personal thing. Like, it doesn't, 
I hope people don't think like to share my message, it has to be on a huge platform. Like I feel like the most beautiful way we can share our message is just by getting outside of our house and talking with people mm-hmm. yeah. which can be really intimidating when you move all the time. And when you're taking care of a whole bunch of kids while your husband is gone or when you're in between even if he is home, but you're in between trainings or it's just like a super hectic, busy time in life. I think it's really easy to almost like bunker down and come into yourself. But then we are just neglecting the world and ourself of our message. And even if our message is just our simple kindness and friendship, that's Mm -hmm. still a message for people. It is. It is. I'd like to take a moment. Um, I hope it's a uh, good timing for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of when people listen to this, mm-hmm. uh, today is September 11th. It is. And we are talking to waiting warriors, mm-hmm. uh, whether in the military or first responders. And I just I just want to like tip my hat or yeah. big high five or give a big hug. Um, we... Uh, we remember and and we go there in our hearts, especially on days like today, um, to recognize what it is actually to be a waiting warrior uh, for for your spouses to to be on lockdown on September eleventh, two thousand one and not know when they're coming home and uh, or or worse sometimes. Yeah. Um, anyway, just wanted to to give a a hug recognition for for what today is yeah it is a special day I can I just like every September 11th I just get chills and I think about our whole our whole military first responder law enforcement the whole waiting warrior community every holiday like this is just always on my heart it's just it it it's like it's not I can't describe it as a sad day. I can't describe it as a a happy day, but it's an it's an incredible day because you just you can feel like the community mm-hmm. and where their hearts are. Um, so last question, my favorite mm-hmm. question: What is your key to thriving? You want to share with your fellow waiting warriors? What is my key to thriving? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My key to thriving is to continue to become. Mm-hmm. And that process does not follow life season rules. I don't even know what season I'm in. Really. <laughs> um, as waiting warriors, we need to do more than wait for time to pass. We need to grow and experience and dream big and put in the work as we wait. This way, when the wait is over, we will like who we've become and be excited about the next season. Yeah. I love that advice. Like, it's just, I don't know, like, because that's the irony in the title of Waiting Warriors, which I did intentionally, but I'm continually seeing, like, I knew why I called it the Waiting Warriors, but I'm continually seeing more of why. Uh That makes sense. Like, it does. And this is just one of those things is like, yes, we're waiting, but it, it should never be a passive wait. And I think when we do passively wait, 
is when we get into trouble with ourselves. That's when we get into trouble with our marriages and our family because it's, it just, it doesn't work. Like we can't be idle beings. And that you're, you're such a good example of that. And that's why I've, I've loved this conversation. Like it just, not that we have to do something super grand and go become a CEO or a rock star or whatever, but just mm-hmm. like, we just have to be becoming. I, I like that. Just, just becoming. It is a, it's a beautiful uh, tie in to, to the waiting warriors um, motto or, or title. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when I write music, I sometimes write it and, and walk away from it for a while and I'll sing it again later. And it'll like words that are in there mean something even more. I'm like, wow, I'm a genius. <laughs> oh gosh, you're smart of me. <laughs> I'm pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, but I, I sure appreciate this this platform. I appreciate you, and um, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, and all you waiting warriors out there, go go and even just like sit with yourself for a second, or go on a walk and just think like where. Where do you want to become? Where can you become? And don't don't accept don't accept the life seasons. Don't accept the, like what MJ said earlier with um with like not oh he worded it a lot better. So rewind back to where she was saying of just not like giving up on the things of the expectations or thinking that you can't have it because you're in this lifestyle. Um, go do that. And then let us know how it goes. Um, because we like hearing this stuff. So MJ, if somebody wants just to connect with you to thank you, um, or anything like that, how could they best do that? Oh goodness. Um, can people be your friend? They can be my Facebook friend. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've got Gypsy Guitar by MJ on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Gypsy Guitar by MJ. Or you can uh, you can contact me just at my my Gmail address, which is MJ the Dragonfly. Yes. At gmail.com. You That'd are be great to hear from you. Yeah. So go say thank you. Um, I really want to hear how you guys what you guys think about what you can become and how you can become. And if you are on Instagram or Facebook, post about it, tag me, and I will be sure to share with MJ so she can hear too. Cause I know we just love hearing how to grow and it's fun to like encourage each other because it's hard. It's hard and lonely. And maybe you don't have those people as your next door neighbors who can encourage you, but we can encourage you from afar. So you guys have a great week. MJ, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, guys. Everybody shine. I give you permission to try and fail and show us what you're doing even before it's perfect. Yeah. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I know I've been learning so much, so please share with any friends and family you know. Whether you know someone who is a waiting warrior 
Or if you just think one episode can shed some light to friends and family about what you're going through, share. And always remember, we're stronger together and here we can thrive. Until next time, have an awesome day.